Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Dubai Stars, Rise to the Top. Uh, tonight I have a guest from the industry, he's a superstar in the real estate, Dennis Corso. Hey Danny. Thank you so much for coming, I appreciate your valuable time. Thank you so much for having me, it's, a, it's really a pleasure and I keep on uh, listening to your podcast. Actually I'm listening, not watching, when you're in, in the car, It's uh, and I'm re- really enjoying it. Yeah. I'm very Good happy job. to hear that. So tonight we're going to make sure the audience, whether they're listening to us on the podcast or seeing the videos over YouTube, We'll get to know who Dennis is. Excellent. Let's do it. Give us a small briefing about you. I know that you've been uh, born and raised in Moldova. Yep. It's Moldova, but Maldives. A lot of people uh, keep on confusing this. In fact, my first visa, when I got a visa and the passport, it was written there that I'm from Maldives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Expensive status. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so I came from uh, Moldova. I came to Dubai in 2011. And um, at the early stages, at the, we can yeah, say the so. perfect timing at the early stages. It, yeah, it's, it is a perfect timing. But I joined the real estate in 2013. Okay. So uh, I didn't start from the real estate. I started as uh, as a bartender. Mm-hmm. So before moving to Dubai, I was working as a bartender. Let me stop you here. Yeah. Why did you pick Dubai to move to Dubai? Like why it was Dubai? Okay. Uh, when um, when I was young, yeah, I, I, like, first of all, when you live in Moldova, you always want to leave Moldova, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, oh, and while you have chance, like, while you are young, uh, you definitely want to try something. Maybe you will like it, mm-hmm. you will return back home. If not, you will, you will stay in another country. So, uh, I was looking for several uh, options, several destinations. It was Hong Kong, it was Dubai, it was uh, States. I didn't consider anything in Europe. And uh, it happened to be that uh, it was uh, the easiest and maybe the most interesting destination. Uh, Dubai was the most interesting destination for me, and uh, I chose it. Another big and important point uh, for me back then was that when you were applying for a job, the uh, like you will get from the company a ticket to Dubai, and they will provide you a hospitality and as well like uh, food in case if you work in hospitality yeah no so they provide you uh, accommodation accommodation and uh, food so i thought okay okay i have nothing to lose they're paying for my ticket they will provide me accommodation i will have food so basically my main uh, requirements are covered yeah it's not like i don't know uh, what what will happen there uh, definitely the salary was uh, obviously the salary was like Shit. But for me, uh, as a young guy, it was like, wow, cool, let's go and try uh, the city, what is uh, what is happening there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, that's why I I chose Dubai. And uh, like I, I, I passed an interview while I was back home. In fact, there were several interviews. And uh, I learned quite quickly that uh, uh, like you need to not be careful, but... Uh, uh, not, it's not always that some people are saying something that they will do this, yeah? <laughs> such, uh, such things. Uh, how it's reflected on me is that, uh, I passed the interview, the last part, there, there were several different companies, and I ended up uh, going to the nightclub because I was working as a bartender. How old were you? 
Look, uh, the funny thing is that when I reached Dubai and when I started working, I was 20 years old. Okay. So I was under 21, like it, there was one month. Yeah. And uh, legally, you cannot even touch alcohol here if you're not 21. But, and and uh, like, okay, so we had the birthday in the club and the GM was asking, how old are you, Dennis? Like, I'm 21. What? How is it possible? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was 20, uh, like late 20s. Yeah, so I was like, not late, very late. Like, like in two months, I, I will be yeah, 21. Almost 21. Yeah. yeah, almost, uh, almost 21. And uh, uh, what I was talking. Tell about, me the one you landed in Dubai. Yeah. Let, let, what was it, like a really fascinating for you? Everyone has seen something. It was like, wow, that's beautiful. What was the beautiful for you when you landed in Dubai? Well, uh, when I landed to Dubai, uh, definitely the first big impression that they had, it was Burj Khalifa. Uh, like I was on my way from the airport to the Discovery Gardens. This is the place where we had accommodation mm -hmm. and, uh, we were passing on Al Khail Road and I was looking on everything like, whoa, what, what is this? And, uh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, really, really impressive. And the guy who picked me up, he, he he was very friendly. He was keep on telling me, this is this, this is that. Like, this is uh, like, uh, here we have the, the highest tower. There is, uh, such things there. So he, he was really, uh, really, really good. Uh, the difficult part of my arrival was that I had to go to work with, like, we had an opening on the same day. Okay. Uh, and I came in the afternoon to the club and I said that nothing is ready. Like, guys, are you joking? How are we gonna, uh, start today? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I went, uh, okay. So I obviously, once I arrived, I was curious where will I work. So I checked it. I said, yes, okay, it's fine. Then I was thinking, okay, where, where I gonna sleep? They showed me Discovery Gardens. It was quite cool. I was like, okay, that, that's good. Yeah. And they said, okay, there you will, uh, like, uh, eat. Yeah. And for me, it immediately removed any stress, you know? It's like, okay, everything seems okay. Safe. Uh, they, they're not scammers and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I went uh, back home. Uh, I slept a little bit and in the same day we had, the opening night. I have never seen the, uh, like the money, the dirhams, you know, it's difficult to understand how much is this, that, that. And uh, after that night, I realized what the I'm doing here. You know, it was so tough, it, uncomparable to what we are doing uh, back home. Well, what you even had in your money. Yes, it, it was really uncomparable. Well, first of all, it wasn't organized because it was an opening, yeah? Uh, but still, uh, the the volume and the, um, and like this stress, it was overwhelming. And I was thinking, maybe I need to go back home and, at the first night, yeah? yeah? But then after some time, like maybe it took me a week, I realized that I don't want to leave this place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, my first impression of Dubai wasn't like that amazing, uh, maybe because it was related to the world. But um, uh, overall, after it, it, it didn't take me long to understand that I want to be uh, over here. So when you came over here, you, I'm sure, did you have friends or resources or someone you can count on if everything went wrong? Uh, no, I didn't have anybody. Okay. Uh, and uh, in fact, I was really, really short on cash. But in my uh, like profession back then, if you work as a bartender, like back home, uh, it's enough for you to work for one night, for night, one shift, and you already have some money in, uh, in your pocket. And by the way, we were making very good money, mm -hmm. uh, as, uh, as a bartender in the nightclubs back home. So I was feeling like a king. 
uh, here and pretend that it's not treated in the same way as, uh, yeah. as, as back home. Yeah, so this is as well like, oh, this is different. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, um, what was the... Then again, like, I'm just asking if you had friends because ah, no. all of us, when we came to Dubai, we always had the sound in our head, like, you know, this is not for you, go back home. We'll count on your parents. So that's why I'm asking you because I want to know how you were battling this and you had like, I should stay, I should go, what shall I do? And you came here, you were very young, 20, 20 years old, that's very young. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you overcome the stage? In fact, I'm sure you were lonely, you didn't have much people to talk to. So how did you cope up with the, with the living in here? Well, I didn't have friends, but after some time, some time uh, I found here my friends. We are still staying in touch, mm -hmm. and uh, some of them are in different parts of the world. And uh, yeah, like we had several days off. We went out to see the city, to, to see the life outside of work. And uh, to work here in hospitality, it's very difficult. It's, it's not easy at all. So when we went out, we realized, okay, there is another life. Not only... Uh, Light life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is another life. And uh, this was really, really impressive. I, I remember... My first time when I went to the GBR, to, to the to the beach, and uh, I saw the, like those huge buildings. Like, whoa, what is this? And and I was uh, thinking, who are these rich people who live there? Who can afford to stay in such towers? Yeah, it was uh, like really impressive for me. Obviously, after some time, I found myself living there already, and like, I remember, like, oh yeah, I remember I was, uh, sitting on the beach and I was thinking, who's living there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent some time in in Japan. I was living in different uh, uh, locations, and um, yeah, this thing when when you start building here your community, it helps you to uh, to stay and. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, this support is uh, is really really important. And um, uh, back then, there was no YouTube where you can check like like what are the expenses, what are this, yeah. what are that. Uh, before arriving to Dubai, I was reading a lot of uh, forums, and it was all everything was uh, in in text. And uh, there were some people who were like sharing the experience. That it, this was the only source of information for me back then, and uh, apparently it was enough. So you stayed in this industry for how many years? Bro, now I will tell you a very interesting story. I stayed there for, <laughs> for, for six months. Why very interesting? Because it's related to Provident. You, you will be shocked. <laughs> so I stayed in that industry for six months. Uh, why for six months? I realized that uh, uh, there is an opportunity over here to open a business. Okay? Because I saw something back home that uh, didn't exist here, okay? Uh, basically, it was something like an online um, magazine that highlights the life of the nightclubs, yeah? Uh, with, like, uh, live, uh, you can check what kind of music is playing there. Uh, there will be a lot of uh, reports with the pictures. Now it's now it's kind of exists. Yeah, yeah, before it wasn't here. So uh, I thought that this is a good idea to, to open such uh, uh, such business here. So I spent uh, six months and, uh, at my first uh, uh, job and after an argument with uh, my manager about some stupid thing, uh, but he wasn't very smart guy, so, uh, I decided to leave. And uh, 
the the main manager asked me, Dennis, what 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 are you planning to do? Because I had a very good relationship with the owner, with uh, with the top management. I didn't only uh, have a good relationship with the bar manager. So he asked me, Dennis, what is what, what is your plan? He said, I want to open a company, and. Uh, uh, by then, I already had some kind of business plan that I got from an idea that this is how the business plan should should look like, and um, I, uh, and he said, "Okay, I have a guy. He he will listen to you." So I went to that guy. He liked everything, uh, but uh, uh, by some reason, he decided not to go ahead with that. But what is very uh, important for me is that the time was ticking. Yeah. If you don't have uh, uh, visa, you have a limited amount of time to, to sort your things out. Yeah. So then uh, I, I received a call from my HR department, and uh, they asked this: the "Time is running. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going home, or are you going somewhere else?" And, 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 and I told them, "Look, I, I had a problem. I had somebody who said they will give me money to, to open the company, uh, but uh, they disappeared." And uh, my, it's not. It wasn't HR manager. It was the person who was working as uh, an HR. Uh, she told me, "Look, I have somebody with whom you should speak," and it was Loy. Oh, well. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Loy is the owner of uh, this company of the Provident. So I came to to Loy, and I remember that he, he told me, "Dennis, I see that you're a good salesperson. Like uh, this might work. Uh, change something here, change something there, and." Uh, I think uh, we can go ahead. It's, it, it's something interesting, yeah. But unfortunately, there were some things that they changed, and we couldn't go ahead with uh, with Loy. And I'm not uh, uh, like the only thing that I regret is that back then he didn't look at this uh, business plan where like income was okay, he, and he didn't tell me, Dennis, put this aside. Come join me. I'll show you the world of the real estate. Yeah. yeah, because it took me some time to realize that there is a lot of opportunities there as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, when I got a second no from uh, an investor, my time was already like over. Yeah, and uh, I quickly find a job of, uh, of a bartender uh, in another place, and uh, then after a year, I find out about the the, the real estate. Okay. Do you want me to walk you through this? <laughs> of course, because we need to know how you started. End of the day, you were here, you had no job. I'm sure you had some savings, you were living off it, and you were lost, not know what to do. You always had the option to go back home, but you decided to stay. So yeah, I would love to know how you stepped in the real estate and all of the experience behind it. Yeah, so um, for guys who are not familiar with uh, with Dubai hospitality, if you work as a bartender, your salary is around like 3,000 uh, dirhams. Sometimes it's 1,500 dirhams. Yeah, so it's not much. But don't forget that you're not paying for the for the rent. You're not paying for for food because uh, company is providing you yeah. all this. So the salary is not great. Yeah, and um, once I, uh, I, by the way, all this time I keep on working on my uh, project. Yeah, uh, keep on develop developing it. And uh, uh, once I. Uh, meet with my uh, friend who is not uh, right now in Dubai, and uh, he tells me like, Dennis, I'm planning to join real estate. So, oh, interesting! Like for me back then, real estate was some guys in in the ties who are like showing something, you know, like yeah, the, the nice color, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's something that I didn't uh, really consider at all. 
And uh, I asked him, why, why are you going there? He said, you will not believe I met a friend of mine from the childhood. Uh, he's in the real estate and last month he made 50,000 dirhams. I said, what? 50,000 dirhams? And the guy from Moldova, like basically he has like the same background as I am. And he made 50,000 dirhams. For me, it was like, whoa, what is that? Uh, tell me more about it. And uh, once he explained to me the, this uh, uh, concept, uh, the idea about the real estate, I start to prepare myself to, to join the, the industry. First of all, there is no salary. Yeah. And I didn't have enough, uh, savings to jump in the regular. So I understood that if I start, I need to close something very, very quick. Otherwise I'm, uh, I'm out. Yeah. So, uh, I had some time to prepare myself. How I was preparing myself. I was saving money. I was, uh, learning, uh, different, uh, skills like online. Uh, basically, like I was typing how to be the realist and there was something there like that you need to read. I understood that you need to be very active on the, on, on the, on the phone. And, um, as well, I was, uh, uh preparing to get a, a driving license. This is another very funny story. Like it's, uh, in, uh, from which attempt did you get the license? Just from the first time. From the first time? Yes, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, when, when I was going to, to, to the exam, I, uh, I didn't have any chance to fail. I, I had to, to to pass it. So I was thinking and imagining how, like, I'm sitting in the car, there is another guy next to me. He's telling me to do this and that. So I was like pre- preparing myself mentally, and uh, and yeah, I, I passed it from the first time. Back then, it was almost impossible. Everybody were going like three, four times. So so yeah. Besides learning, saving some money, I was well got the. The driving license. What did you specialize in? Which area was like? Uh... My first uh, area uh, when uh, uh, when I joined real estate was greens. Okay. Very interesting area. It's not the most popular one. Uh, it's usually guys are trying to go to Marina, to the Palm, or to the downtown. I had greens, and uh, I really loved it. I really loved it. Like I was guided by uh, like. Let's say my mentors, yeah. They said, Dennis, you're taking care of the greens. Okay, I'll take care of the greens. And uh, your area, beautiful, affordable, anyone can live over there, so why not? Yeah, the Palm had its own clientele, like then the Marina has its own clientele. The Greece was like more affordable than all uh, of those. It was more more affordable, yeah. And um, it, yeah, and it's a little bit different compared to uh, to others. It has more family oriented. Yeah, I, I, I still uh, really like to go there to to the, the to the lake, walk around the lake, and you know when you pass by the building and you know that you sold there something and you see that balcony, you're like oh yeah, I sold that one. And there is a light. Yeah, is, is there still my clients or <laughs> some uh, tenants? I know, and uh, it's it's a good feeling, and uh, I really really love uh, greens. It's uh, it's a good area, and. Um, what was the first deal? I'm sure you're not going to forget it. Uh, yeah, definitely I will not forget it. It was a rent of a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, in, uh, you know, there's the greens and the views. So mm-hmm. in the views, in the, in the, in the high rises, it took me two weeks to close it. And uh, yeah, once I received the, not I received the money directly, but the commission check. And of the uh, I was thinking why I didn't join this uh, industry earlier. Why I was wasting my time. And uh, basically, when I joined the real estate, I joined it with the idea that I will make money and I will invest in my project. But then when I realized, like, oh, so this is what is happening over here, let me focus 
my my full time in the real estate. And in the first months, I was lucky enough to close my first deal, so sale. So rentals is okay, it's like second deal, which is still a, good, a very good result. Uh, but a sale, it was uh, it was the biggest three bedroom in the greens. Yeah, uh, back then it was like two 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 point five uh, million. The one with the garden, and uh, received twenty five thousand commission. And uh, here, like your mind completely changes. Like yeah. this is two years of bad timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's a lot uh, it's a lot of time. And uh, yeah, that, that that deal was uh, was like, it. it, it, it uh, I got some lessons from out of this deal. When I received that listing, the price was very high, you know? But I thought, okay, I will list it anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, and, yeah, and then I received a call from the, from the, we want exactly a unit with the garden, and there were not so many. And I was thinking, why somebody will pay, there was a significant difference between the business garden and this other. I was thinking, why somebody would pay uh, this much for unit with garden? And yeah, luckily I, uh, I closed the deal and uh, you collected the check after months. Yeah. What did you do? Uh, look, I didn't uh, go uh, hardcore. I cannot say that there was uh, some uh, uh, sick party or whatever. I was keep on uh, keep on working. Uh, I um, I like it was very good that when I joined the company, there were guys who were doing better than I am. Okay, and they give, show you as an example, like, hey, wait a second, this is nothing. Like, uh, this is a change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, into what you can make. Yeah, good job. Everything is good. Well done. But uh, keep on pushing. Once you're there, okay, let's uh, let's celebrate uh, uh, by then. And well, even now I cannot say that I'm uh, celebrating uh, deals. Obviously, it's good, uh, but it's not like I'm going to the to the bar open the champagne and um, yeah. And uh, having a lot of fun. Doesn't have to be this way. Actually, that wasn't my question. I mean, like once you get the check, for sure you're gonna reward yourself by going to a mall, getting some nice suits or some nice shirts, calling your mom while you're there, telling them like what you have done, so they can tell you we're proud of you. <laughs> this is actually what I yeah, was the, the, this definitely happens. And uh, obviously, I as well send some money back home to 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 parents and. Uh, uh, by the way, in our company back then, you you were getting a suit from the company on the first deal. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a package. Yeah, okay. it was uh, it was a package like this. And uh, yeah, definitely, it's very very uh, exciting. And my first buyers were um, uh, end users, so th they bought it for themselves. And it's a special feeling when you're helping somebody to find a home. Of course. Uh, not uh, not just the numbers. You know, numbers are good as well because people are. Um, making money out of this, uh, but for the end users, it's it's a little bit. Different. You friends, I will invite you for the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like send me a video every now and then. Thank you for funding us. The one. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. All right. So you started on the right path. That was we're talking about 2013, 14. 13. Yeah. 13, 14. 14. I think. I think 13. Yeah. 13, okay. Tell me, how did you elevate yourself from a level of closing one or two deals per month to doing the five and ten per month? What was the change? What did you have to do? What was the knowledge you're getting? Mm -hmm. uh, okay, first of all, uh, five to ten deals per month, it's not every month that it happens. Yeah, but definitely there is some uh, uh, evolvement in, in all this. And... Um, uh, 
it became easier to make uh, this number of uh, deals when it came to the like off-plan sales uh, because there are no sellers with whom we need to negotiate. Like uh, right now, again, I'm in the middle of the deal where sellers are keep on changing their mind. And, uh, and it's difficult to, uh, to, to control five or ten <laughs> sellers. Uh, but um, uh, the, the main thing, the main involvement in all this is uh, definitely the number of uh, the leads with whom you are working and uh, like a quality to identify with whom you should work. Uh, th this is the, um, uh, the main thing that I, I think uh, helps you to cover this volume of, uh, of sales. So without the volume, uh, you like it's not like you can take hundred leads and close five or ten of them. In ideal world, maybe or maybe you got one client for lots of years, but it doesn't count. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, like you got lucky with one client. Uh, still, it, it, it involves some experience and other stuff to to work with such clientele. Uh, but uh, we need to understand that there should be a, a volume and. Uh, well, if we will dig deeper, it's not only the volume, you need to have energy to work with this uh, leads, you need to believe uh, in the market, in, and you need to have good product as well. Alright, so when it comes to me, because uh, I have a very similar story to you, I came here without anything, with no resources, and when I start uh, tasting the checks and the commission, I totally switched myself off from everyone surrounding me. I immersed myself in books and I always was visualizing that I want to become the best version of I can. You know what I mean? So it was like studying the market all day and visualizing the future that I will be doing 10 and 20 and 50 deals at once. And I kept doing it until I reached that level. Mm -hmm. So uh, I do believe also like, yeah, the leads are something very good, but if you like, I mean, let me give you an example. We have people that they close one deal or two deal a month and they want to take a vacation for two months, mm -hmm. spend the money and come back here. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more about the mindset when you want to uh, focus yourself on, I want to be the best version of myself. I want to secure my future. I want to secure the future of my family. I want to make my parents retire. And that's where it will lead you where you want to be mm -hmm. or you want to be very successful. That is... There is no way someone is active on social media will not see your videos, will not see all of the... By the way, I love your videos. They are not the regular standard boring videos. This is a house, this is a bedroom, this is a parking. You always make the funky style of videos. And I found it very attractive. Thank you, thank you. And you started it very early, good on you. Now we're trying to do it ourselves. I think you started your YouTube channel in 2015. Um... Like the English one in 2016. Okay. Um, yeah, in 2016 I started the, the English one. Why I'm saying English? Because I used to have a Russian one. And uh, I think I started in Israel in 2016 a little bit earlier. And um, uh, yeah, later on I opened the, the English one for the real estate. So tell me what got you in this. Back then it wasn't so popular to be on uh, YouTube channels and doing videos. Most of us were doing the cold calling, sending emails out, WhatsApp broadcast maybe, and getting the lease, closing it. What made you go that way? What influenced you for this? Okay, I was uh, watching some uh, YouTube channels, not related to the real estate. 
uh, they were related to the to the business, they were related to the marketing, and they were related to some other services, you know. And I realized that okay, if like there is a guy who's building something, yeah, and I realized if I was going to build something, I would call this guy uh, because I see how he works, his approach, etc., etc., etc. So I thought, okay, let me uh, try to to film something about Dubai, and my main goal was obviously uh, like. Uh, to show myself to the to the world and uh, like to get potential clients who might be interested in coming here and uh, uh, like buying a property. So I started my uh, channel on on the Russian uh, language, and um, after some time I realized, uh, wait a second, there is a way bigger audience who speaks uh, English, you know. And uh, uh, honestly speaking, my Russian channel wasn't really focused on real estate. It was focused on life in Dubai. Okay. And uh, then I opened a channel that was focused on the real estate. And this is this is this brings a very very big uh, difference. You know, when you uh, highlight a specific uh, topic. Yeah. And uh, I, I was uh, in the beginning. I was like making videos, and I was sending it to my old clients. Like, guys, take a look at this. Take a look at that. It already brought some interest and some uh, business to me. But after like three months, it really like boomed. Like uh, I realized, whoa, we we have here uh, something. Uh, there was uh, like a project that is called Studio One. And uh, over there, I had a quite a, quite a lot of sales uh, from uh, basically organic leads uh, because I explained this is the building, this is the location, this is what you get, this is the price comparison price with, uh, with others. And uh, yeah, after that after that building uh, after that uh, review of, of the project, I started receiving a lot of inquiries for this, and uh, it uh, it started to generate me uh, uh, money. The the main mistake that I made is uh, that I didn't push uh, a lot on the paid advertisement. Yeah. Uh, this was my main mistake uh, back then, maybe up until now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember clearly when uh, uh, Instagram uh, told that, okay, guys, now you can make ads on Instagram. Like, oh, on this, okay, let's try. So I was uh, running some ads uh, over there. I was getting clients from the Instagram. And I think companies were not, uh, were not doing it. After some time, they start uh, implementing the Instagram, the social media ads, and etc., etc., etc. But uh, yeah, the main problem uh, was that I was like getting the business and I didn't uh, invest more and more in the, in the ads because I was thinking, uh, okay, it seems like everything is working, everything is going well, but I didn't choose this opportunity. You didn't know how the race can go so so far. You know? yeah, 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 of course, totally understandable. So uh, th th this was uh, the main problem. But uh, over the years, uh, yeah, we keep on uh, keep on doing this. It helps me a lot uh, with uh, with my business, with uh, establishing the relationships, and uh, like my, my clients are definitely watching my uh, my videos and. Uh, yeah, that they keep on. So that was a game changer for you, or it was an add-on on already what you have been doing, like your leads, your emails, all of the remaining stuff. Um, look, before that, it was all only like uh, the cold calls to the um, uh, existing databases where you were offering something. So for me, I can say it was a game changer uh, to uh, to make it.
And uh, one of the reasons why I decided to make it because there was no leads. So I, I need to do something. Let me try this. Let me try that. Well, actually, there was a lead, but to get to them, there was... Uh, uh, it, it wasn't really like even a cold calling. It was like a freeze calling, you know, like people are really not interested in, in anything. Yeah, Obviously, you them to buy <laughs> to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then when we start receiving Google leads, Facebook leads, yes, these people, they show some intent that they are potentially interested in this. Uh, but before that, it was very difficult to get uh, to get anything. So I was uh, looking for some alternative options how how to get it, and this pushed me to to try the, the social media. That was the time that we switched from doing secondary market to offline. Yes. Which the, year was that? Uh, so studio one that must be beginning of seventeen. Uh, yes, it's end of end of sixteen. Yes. End of sixteen. Yeah. So the the owner of my company, uh, my businessman, he said, Dennis, I think you need to do offline." Offline? What is that? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he explained uh, me how how it all works, and um, uh, there was a very big potential in the in the offline for for the buyers because uh, like uh, very good opportunities. Uh, just before that, there was a launch of uh, Mira where the prices uh, went up two times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like everybody is keep on complaining about uh, some bad situations right now, but let's not forget that there are a lot of good cases as well. Uh, so people are focusing only on bad things, but there are as well uh, a lot of good things that happen <laughs> in the market. Uh, so so yeah, the owner of my company told me that then is focused on the offline and I start looking for the uh, for the opportunities how to get in there. How to get the pitch, you know, because most of them, like selling offline, is most of them the investors. Yeah, yeah. It's like we can say 80% are investors, 20% are end users, will wait a year or two to get their home ready. So, uh, now after working in the two, which one you prefer? Um, as an agent, offline. Offline. Yeah. And uh, do you find yourself like you're going back to do secondary? Look, I have, uh, I have uh, some clients to whom I help. Uh, to to find something on the secondary, but to work on the secondary, we need to admit it's more difficult. Yeah, and to work on secondary, you should really be a, a specialist in the area. Okay, you should really know what, for how much that unit was sold, that unit was sold, and you need to have this information. Doesn't matter how good you and I am, if we we'll go to some area like wait. Oh, Open better funders. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think like uh, uh, maybe to call to some of our colleagues, please brief me what is happening over there. What do you have? Because again, we can show a unit uh, anywhere, yeah. But you need to have several units there, and you need to stay with people in touch for 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 some time. To so can take take up to sixty days. Yeah. When it comes to families, you have the mother as an opinion, the father as an opinion, the brother as an opinion, and maybe after picking it, even they will tell you, you know what, we cannot change all of the area. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is the side of the secondary market. Tell me what was, I'm not going to say your favorite developer, I'm just going to ask you, what was the developer that you felt very comfortable selling? Like you didn't even have to introduce them or say about the quality or this was something that really like a flow. Um, look, I think there is only one developer that should not be introduced in Dubai and uh, this is Imar. 
the benchmark. Yeah, like when, if uh, if you came here, if you come here for as a tourist, you go to the to see fountains. Everywhere you see Imar, 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 Imar. You drive uh, on uh, like on the road next to the uh, Marina Malls, well, Imar, 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 Imar. So Imar really has uh, a big brand, and uh, it is easy to work with them because people understand like okay this is the company that built uh, this project that project uh, so people areas not different projects yes areas yes master communities there are some uh, like good developers that deliver good uh, high quality but there to answer your question you need to introduce, introduce you need to explain uh, the, the benefits that this player is bringing to the market uh, to, to the market because in order to compete with big names, they need to be creative and they need to uh, bring something new uh, to the to the market. Compete on the sizes, on quality, on prices, all, all this. And it's not easy to compete with the market. It's not easy. Especially when they have this post-control payment plans. I'm going now to dig deeper. And Dennis, uh, what was your most successful month by far? So, so started on the date. Look, I think this uh, successful month is yet to come. I, as of now, what as of mean? now, as of now, well, uh, I can't highlight a specific month, but definitely 2017 was uh, uh, a very good year for for me. Uh, with uh, specific months, I cannot tell you that uh, it was like September, October. There November. must be some months where you make well, crazy uh, sales. You know, it was something different. Uh, what uh, what I was good at, I was constantly closing. Uh, deals. I didn't had yet any significant huge deal uh, that is like life-changing deal. So you're telling me you're closing volume? We can say so, yes. 10 deals, for example, then they would add up to be a certain amount of commission. Yes. But you have to close the one bulk that is equivalent to all of them. Uh, yes, we can say so. Okay. So, uh, like, yeah, it, it takes some time uh, for me. But it's coming. It should be somewhere nearby. Then we know uh, what was your biggest disappointment. Biggest disappointment? Again, we can come back to 2017, <laughs> where you have um, uh, a lot of um, a lot of clients, and you know, I was taking um, some co communications and the relationship with the clients maybe too too close. So at some point. Uh, when another client decided to buy not through me, but through somebody else for this or that reason, uh, I became like, whoa, and one more guy, and uh, I, like, it was... So uh, you were doing your work properly, presentation, information, unit selection, everything, and out of nowhere, they decided to go somewhere else. Yes, and it happened several times, and uh, it was... Uh, Back then, it was quite, quite painful, I have to admit. And even, even I can say that 2018, I took a break. Like, I didn't work for 2018. Uh, not because of this, but, uh, like, I have uh, a very active 2017, and I decided, okay, let me take a break and uh, see what, uh, what happens. I need to slow down a little bit. Uh, but um, yeah, this was maybe the most disappointing thing that um, back then, right now, 
doesn't like really. Oh, of course, you get disappointed when it happens, but uh, you eventually get used to it. Yes. Like now, I don't blink. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, okay, next one. I'm like, yeah, next. next, next. You, you but when, when I started having it, yeah, I'm like, why? Like, I gave you everything. You know, I spent my hours with you on the phone, face to face, and why? And as well, when we're talking about some big checks, yeah. Uh, so back then it was very, very disappointing, and uh, now I realize it just takes your energy, and you should not focus on it. But I still need to rem- uh, remind myself sometimes about it that I just told you, you know, we are human beings. Yeah. So, and it's surprising, I mean, you took a break in 2018, I didn't know about that. So, tell me when you were having this break, what got you to come back to the game? And did you come stronger than before, or you were coming just observing? Tell me about your experience. Look, so, in 2018, I traveled to several countries, and I visited some uh, events. So, I, I went with my, mo- with my wife uh, to States, we visited uh, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, San Francisco, so we were traveling over there. And uh, basically we were looking, is this country an option to move in case if we want to? Yeah. Okay, so we were checking like what is happening over there. Uh, and it was really cool trip. Uh, we really enjoyed it, especially San Francisco. It was uh, really, really cool for us. Uh, then we went to the Singapore and uh, there was uh, this big event of uh, Tony Robbins, uh, like three days, you keep on jumping, dancing. It's uh, an interesting experience as well because you wake up early in the morning, you go to bed late at night, and next morning you, you like immediately up as well because like because you're going to this uh, event. We were walking on the charcoals and stuff. Uh, will I go there again? Maybe not. Maybe yes. Uh, but uh, for for me that it was the event was uh, a good like pump of energy. You realize that your body has so much energy. Because again, you, have, have, like, you keep on dancing. I've been to this event. I yeah. felt like he's a DJ as well. That's what I was telling my friend. Like, <laughs> this guy is a DJ. You know, he can like lift up the stage in two minutes. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Where have you been? I've been here in Dubai. Oh, yeah, I missed it. Came and, uh, I missed it. The, yeah. Arena. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So imagine you're doing this for three days. Mm-hmm. Here he made for one night. Yeah, right? it was one day. One day, yeah. One day, so yeah. Uh, similar experience for, for, for three days in. Um, uh, in Singapore, uh, and uh, as well, while we were in Singapore, I was like looking: is this an option to to move to Singapore? I didn't like the Singapore. It's not like Dubai is really the best. Like after all the searches, like that we did in Europe, in in Asia, not everybody in Asia, in in Europe, yeah. we realized that Dubai is definitely the the place to be. Uh, and uh, and yeah, we were traveling to some other uh, places, uh, and I never uh, like. I never thought that I will take a break and move out of the real estate because, uh, like, there were different options for me. Maybe to open the company, maybe to build a team, uh, or maybe to go keep on going as an agent. And uh, yeah, at some point I just uh, came back, started doing uh, like running ads, and uh, slowly coming back to the market. And by the way, it's very difficult to come back after the break. Uh, to the market. Can I imagine? It's, uh, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not like you only need to build the pipeline from the beginning. Now you need to catch up with the new trends, uh, and, uh, see what is working, what is not working. And, uh, and definitely, yes, you need to build your, your pipeline because it takes time to close, uh, the deals. So, yeah, this was a good lesson for me that don't take breaks, long breaks. <laughs> long breaks, yeah. Long breaks. And, uh, 
And yeah, after that, uh, well, let's just keep on keep on going. All right. So we have covered this one, uh, all of this part of your life. Now I need to know where does Daniel see himself in the next five, ten years? What's what's the main goal? When when it's enough for him, or what do you have plans for the future? Um, look, if we're talking about five years, even five, ten years. Uh, first of all, definitely I will be in Dubai. M- most probably in 10 years, I will still keep on doing the real estate. In five years, definitely I will keep on go- going with the, with the real estate. Maybe I will change the way I'm, I'm working. Okay. Uh, even, even now I'm kind of changing it. So, uh, I'm trying to focus on a specific, uh, niche, which is like, uh, ultra luxury, uh, properties and keep on working with them. It, like a new agent cannot really afford to work only with the ultra luxury properties because it's uh, it takes time to close uh, the, the something yeah uh, but uh, at some point yeah you can you can shift to to that uh, to that part i i'm not interested in um, like opening something on my own i i don't want to manage people Smart shows. <laughs> i don't want to manage people it's uh, it, it, like I would better focus on something that I am doing. Like I, I have myself an assistant that helps me, but I'm not really managing her. She's helping me to yeah. uh, to work on some uh, some things. So if we're talking about five years, I'll keep on doing uh, the real estate. I'll keep on staying in in Dubai. In ten years, uh, maybe I will uh, I will go just uh, slowly, but uh, who knows? We'll see. Here you go, guys. We just seen a 20 year old kid coming from Moldova to be a bartender. Nowadays, he's like one of the 10 top real estate agents in the country. This guy has been featured on Loving Dubai. He has a beautiful Instagram page, beautiful YouTube page. Tell us the details, Dennis. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's uh, Dennis underscore Dubai. Dubai. I think I'm it's asking me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, YouTube is uh, Dubai Reality. Feel free to reach this guy. He's always active on social media. He will always answer your question. Thank you so much for watching this episode and see you in the next one.